Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. How many times have you turned on the television in this season that we're in, and you've heard people giving speeches, and they say, God bless America, and it's repeated over and over and over. And I believe that God does want to bless America. And he wants us to ask him to bless America. But all throughout the Bible, blessings had a prerequisite. Blessings flow from obedience and nowhere else. I believe God stands ready to bless America. I believe God stands ready to bless your home. I believe God stands ready to bless your life that your life has meaning and your life has purpose. But from God's perspective, because God is a God of order, there's a prerequisite for that. And we have to obey the word of God. We have to obey the heart of God. So what is that? God's prerequisite is always about life. God wants us to choose life. There's an important issue before our nation today, and I submit to you that it's about life. Now, don't be deceived. The enemy would love for you to just hunker down, narrow down on the issue, and think it is about abortion. But from God's perspective, it's about life. Now, why do I say that? Because if you don't have life, nothing else matters. Everything flows from life. I want you to stay with me on this podcast. I want to share a series of truths that I believe that can really plant our feet on solid ground, a solid foundation to really get us looking at this from God's perspective and always looking at it from life. In the very beginning from creation, when God created, he created life. Now, God is the only one that can create life. He's the only one that can create because that word create, when it's said in Genesis 1-1 that God created the heavens and the earth, that word create means that you're making something out of nothing. Only God can do that. Man can make things. That's taken what already exists some things that exist, and you make something from it, but you had to start from something. God started from absolutely nothing and created the heavens and the earth. Then the word tells us that God created man and woman. And then the very next verse, Genesis 1, 28, it said, then God blessed them and he gave them a command, go and multiply here on earth, and then rule over it. I'm allowing you to rule over what I have created. When I look at that, I see that God blessed man, but he blessed him to give him life so that man would go forth and produce life because he gave them the ability to produce life. Now, immediately, the enemy comes to snatch what? He comes to snatch life. This is always his game plan. He will try to 
Through deception, he will try to disguise it, but it's always about life. So what did he do? He came to woman and he tempted her with what? He tempted her with life because he told the woman, you're not going to die. If you eat from that tree, you're not going to die. What was he trying to do? Snatch life. And what did he accomplish? He snatched temporarily life because God had already told Adam, don't eat from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because if you do, you shall surely die. And so through the temptation of woman, what happened? They ate from that tree and their spiritual life was snatched. See, God has always been about life, making a way for man to have life. Why? So that man could be blessed because blessings flow from the obedience and the obedience to go and to multiply, to continue to recreate and generate life over and over and over again. It was God's blessing to all mankind on this earth. And so we see again with the Israelites, what did God do? He laid down the law for them. He gave them the law. Why? Because the law was all about life. And then God knew that man couldn't keep this law. And so God had to provide a substitute for the law. This is why Jesus' life is so important. Jesus had to give his life, what? By giving his blood, and there's life in the blood, so that man could be, what? Restored back to life. You know, when you go to the hospital and they say, oh man, it's between a matter of life and death. We need to do a blood transfusion so that we can restore life. They can regain their life. What does that blood do? That blood is giving them life. It's restoring life to them. This is what Jesus did for us. He stood in that gap and he gave his blood so that we could have life. God was always making a provision for what? His initial blessing to mankind. Man, protect life. And I'm going to make provision for you. I'm going to make an offering for you so that you can have life. So the relationship between the law and life came to us through Jesus. And so as we yield to allow life of Christ to live through us, we then have life. Now, I know that's a, a big picture of that, but I want you to see what's on the heart of God. The enemy wants to distort all this, put different labels on it so that we miss what we really are all about and why God created us and put us here was to bring him glory to reflect the life of the living God. And so that we would reflect his heart and his countenance. But today, the enemy continues his scheme to snatch life. And abortion is just one of those huge ways that America is being deceived. And when we're deceived, we violate the heart of God. But to be blessed, we've got to protect life. It's the very source of the blessing. And the enemy would love for you to think the way to be blessed is to get richer, to get more money, to get more assets, to increase in an abundance of whatever it is your heart delights in, to, you know, increase in military might for America to bless us. All these kind of things that are materialistic, that are physical, yet God, his way of blessing us is to protect what's on the heart of God, and that's life. And I submit to you today, America is hanging in the balance because of this one issue. Now, now hear me out here. 
because some people immediately you may be thinking, oh, she's trying to make this political. No, don't confuse this and make it a political issue because life is a spiritual issue. And it's a spiritual issue that we have allowed the political spirit to confiscate so that the issue can be controlled. And I say, God, help us. And I believe it's because we don't know enough truth. We don't know the truth from the word of God to stand up and fight and to protect it. And then what effect it would have on us. See, to obey God is to bring blessings. To disobey God, we open ourselves up to be cursed. And when we voluntarily and willingly allow the laws of the land to take life, we're invited and we are cursed. Why? We are removed from the blessings of God. Why? Because we've removed ourselves from the very heart of God. So don't be deceived. This is not just about the abortion. And I want to bring to you two things that you can immediately begin to pray about and you can have an impact in this nation so that once again this nation can truly be blessed and the blessings of God would be on this nation. And that is to line our hearts back up with how God feels about this. And so the two opportunities that are right on top of us, one is a national issue and then one's a state issue. And I want to Bring that information to you so you can pray through it and then you can, I believe, get on the right side of the issue. Two opportunities. One is that you can vote in this upcoming election. And I tell you, this election is all about life. It's about the life of the unborn. It's about the life of this nation. And I believe it's about the life of the church lining up with the Word of God to be the pillar and the foundation of truth in this nation that will help turn this nation back to the heart of God so that we can truly say, God bless America. But right now where we are, with this nation hanging in the balance, we can say, God bless America, but God's waiting for us to line back up with the obedience of the Word of God. And so, one, you can vote in this election for life. So you pray, you look at this election, you look and see who all is on the ballot. And for many of us, we have local races and statewide races. And we have, of course, all of us has, we have the national race. Who is it that's going to stand for life? Now, I read a statistic, and I shared this with you on a podcast before. The millions of Christians who are not even registered to vote, that is a tragedy. You say, well, Joe, that's political. I'm not supposed to get involved. No, it is a spiritual issue. I just explained that this is on the heart of God. He's waiting to see what we are going to do as American citizens. Are we going to line up with him? So, we got to be registered to vote. Christians, we must be registered to vote so we have a voice to make an impact for the heart of God, for the spiritual movement that is sweeping through our nation today, that we can do that. It just happens to be in the political system. We have a voice and we must have an influence for life. 
so that God will bless us. So if you're not registered to vote, I beseech you to go register to vote. I know in the state of Alabama, the last day to register to vote for the upcoming national election is October the 19th. You can do it online. It is simple. In fact, I'm going to post in the directions of this podcast a link where you can just click, go right online. In five minutes, you can be registered to vote. I beseech you to do that. If you're one of those millions of Christians that are not registered to vote. The second thing, if you are registered to vote, show up to vote. Vote. After you've prayed through it and you've discerned on that ballot where is life, then show up to vote. And third, vote for life. Be responsible. Take a stand. And do this before a holy God. Not just because you're going to check off a ballot, but you're reporting to duty that day. God, I am reporting to duty. You said you wanted to bless me and you're going to bless me through life. I'm here today to fulfill my marching orders to vote. And God, I'm going to vote with your heart. I'm going to vote for life. Then another way that you can get involved is pray with me about a matter. Here in the state of Alabama, there's a really important case that has been filed, a petition, a writ of mandamus, that's been filed in the Alabama Supreme Court. And His Vessel Ministries has had the privilege to pray over these petitioners. And the petitioners are asking the Alabama Supreme Court to determine three issues. And the case is all about discrimination, how abortion is discriminating the unborn black child. And it's really genocide. That's what it is. And so the three issues in this petition that's before the Alabama Supreme Court is asking the court to determine if unborn black babies are considered to be persons. And number two, that if the court does determine that unborn black babies are persons, then they're asking the court, are these unborn, is this person due equal protection under the law? And if they are, then number three, the state authorities fulfill your duty by protecting these persons and giving them equal protection under the law. And to me, that is so simple. And to me, it is such straightforward issues that are clear. Now, even in the law in the state of Alabama, to me, it's very clear. And in some cases already from the Alabama Supreme Court, several of those issues have really already been decided. But from God's perspective, God's already decided the case. Because why? God stands for life. God wants to protect life. Why? He's all about life. From the moment that he spoke existence into man, breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life, God was about life. I I want to say another thing. In the middle of this case, let me interject this too. When God breathed his breath into the nostrils of man, his word was written on the heart of man. And the word life was instilled into the very tissue of the heart of man. And it's been passed from generation to generation to generation to generation. God's never moved from that. 
God has always put his word and his word for life on the heart of every created human being. And God stands and he wants us to stand with him to protect that. And so back to this case in the Alabama Supreme Court, God, he has already determined that this is life. He just wants us to line up with his word that he has already breathed and stamped on the heart of man. And so one way that you can be a part of protecting life, not only showing up to vote and voting for life in this upcoming election, but also praying for this very specific case in the state of Alabama. It's Amy Beth Shaver versus Kay Ivey, the governor of the state of Alabama et al. And you can pray and ask that God would give favor to this petition, that it would be heard by the Alabama Supreme Court and that it would be heard and lined up with the present law and the law that God has written on the heart of every individual. So those are two powerful things that you can do. And you know what I believe that God would do? I believe that God would hear that, he would honor that, and he would bless. He would once again, hey, bless the state of Alabama. Why? Because we lined up with God. Then bless our nation once again. Why? Because we line up with life. We stand for life. And then let me encourage you here at the very end of this podcast. If you're discouraged today, if you feel overwhelmed and overworked, and maybe there's just a heaviness on you, you're looking around and you don't see a lot of life going on around you, a lot of things producing life, and maybe you feel like the life of you is getting sucked out because of circumstances and because of the state that our nation is in. I want to encourage you to pick up the word because this word is God and God is life. This word is life. And begin to just read the word by faith. Begin to read the word because the word can bring forth life. Why? Because this word is life. He says in Proverbs 4, 20, 21, 22, that, hey, this word is like medicine, and this word can bring forth health and healing to you. So today, if you're discouraged and your emotions have you overwhelmed, run to the word, run to the word, and begin to read the word, and breathe that word out loud. I'm reminded of Job, and of course, we we know the story of Job and how overwhelmed he was. Every time he turned around, there was a circumstance that was devastating happening to him. And in Job 33, 4, he said, the breath of God gives me life. Do you know what the breath of God is? It's the word of God. So today, if you feel like the very life is being sucked out of you, If you look around and you don't see a whole lot of life springing up, run to the Word. Because the Word can restore life within you. It can restore hope within you. Because the God of all hope can fill you with joy and rejoicing that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you can abound in hope. Because when we get hopeless, when we get in a situation where we can't see our way out, 
and we don't have a lot of hope. It's a trick of the enemy to try to snatch life. And we come against that in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Jesus came to give life and life abundant. So today, I want to encourage you, even beyond the election, even beyond this case pending in the Alabama Supreme Court, I want to speak to you and speak to your heart. God, that when he created you in your mother's womb, he stamped the word life in the very tissue of your heart. And life is there. Go and allow the word of God to spring up and fan that flame of life within you to restore you to walk with hope today, to walk with an abundance of joy today that you will be everything that God created you to be, that the enemy will not snatch life from you. He will not snatch hope from you. He will not snatch the joy of the Lord from you. But by the power of the word of God, you shall arise up and be everything that God created you to be. And you know what? It will exemplify the life of the living God. You be blessed today and blessed because of the life that you are choosing to live through you today. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.